Okay. Hello, everybody. Here we are. It is, what's today? Tuesday, the 19th. And this is Chat with Chap. And I'm your host, Ginger Wade. And I have my special guest, Barb Vitamin, with me today. And she's going to share some stuff about her session at convention. But before we get started with that, I just want to remind you that we are having convention, in case you don't know, June 10th and 11th at the York Expo Center. You can register for that by going to conv.chaponline.com. You've seen lots of posts on our Facebook feed about it. So if you couldn't understand me because of my mouthpiece, you can scroll down through our feed and find one of the um, posts that we have with a link and go on there to register. You're not going to miss it. There's been lots of really great speakers there this year, including Barb, who's going to be sharing a lot of things with us. Uh, you can check it out at the speaker lineup on there. Um, and I also want to mention we do have a used curriculum sale at convention this year, which people just love. And also there's going to be a question and answer panel session uh, that I will be participating in on uh, Friday at three o'clock. So if you have any questions, general questions about homeschooling or even specific questions about homeschooling, you can bring them and we will be happy to answer your questions. So. Without further ado, uh, we will let Barb tell us a little bit about herself, um, her relationship with homeschooling or involvement in homeschooling and uh, connection with CHAP or whatever she'd like to share. So go ahead, Barb. All right. So uh, yeah, I homeschooled for 17 years. Um, I have two boys that graduated from homeschool and were homeschooled all the way through. Uh, one just graduated from college in December and he is a mechanical engineer now. And my older son has hopefully about a year left working on his PhD um, in computer science at the University yeah. of Illinois. So, um, so anyway, I am a homeschool evaluator. Um, I do it as a certified teacher, which is one of the options. Um, and I've been doing homeschool evaluations for 21 years now. Wow. So, um, so you were evaluating before you were homeschooling. I was. My, my oldest was like four when I started wow. doing evaluations. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, technically as an evaluator, I was able to use um, the, uh, the tutoring provision. So I didn't have mm -hmm. to actually have oh, yeah. children evaluated. Mm -hmm. So like that whole thing's a little fuzzy sometimes. When did school start? You know, <laughs> doesn't it start at birth? You know? Yes, <laughs> I agree. It does. It does. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So uh Barbara is going to be doing a number of sessions at convention and I <laughs> am amiss to say what they are because I didn't look it up so Barb what are some of the other sessions besides evaluators that you're going to be covering um so I'm also going to be talking about getting started homeschooling and um homeschooling high school and also creating unit studies Oh, awesome. Unit studies are fun. So, okay. Awesome. So Barbara's going to be talking a number of times at convention, so you don't want to miss her there. But today we're going to talk specifically about her session on evaluations and becoming an evaluator. So um, this is really great because so many people, I, I just posted something this week on our Facebook page about being terrified <laughs> about your evaluation, because I know there are so many people who are like, oh, and um, also 
about what, how do you become an evaluator and what does that look like? So tell us a little bit about, describe to us what your session is going to be like, like what's your angle or what is it that you're going to be sharing? Okay. So um, what I'm going to be doing is just talking about what you need to know to become an evaluator and do evaluations and what you need to know if you're going to an evaluator to have an evaluation. So both of those things, and um, I'm kind of looking at it as sorting out evaluations and what is most important. Um, And that usually means what actually is required in the law. What happens is a lot of things get added in there by lots of people. People will tell you, you need to do this or that. Other homeschoolers sometimes don't always know the law um, just because even, you know, we've had a law change as far as um, in the last couple of years. Now, six-year-olds need to be, um, you know, on your affidavit <laughs> and evaluated and all those things. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, and yet, you know, I've seen so many people out there who are still saying, oh no, it's, it's not until they're eight. And, you know, it, it's just a matter of not knowing the law, basically. Yeah. And that happens, you know, with school districts, too. I, there are a lot of homeschoolers that will ask their, their school district if they have questions. And if they don't know the answer, sometimes they come up with an answer that isn't mm-hmm. really what's in the law. And, you know, it, truthfully, it's hard for, for those people to keep track of the homeschool law. And I don't, I don't even know that we expect them to. But we as homeschoolers need to be aware of that. And so... Yeah. So this session will be understanding evaluations um, in relation to what we need to do according to the law. That is wonderful because, yeah, there is a lot of, um, I hate to use the word misinformation, but (laughs) there is a lot of stuff put out there that just isn't uh, according to the law. And it is different. Even going back to the law change of 2014, when people didn't have to have the diploma program anymore and the reality of what the diploma program uh did to the the law like changed it a little bit and it got changed it but added to the law requirements do you know what i mean so like people are still so confused because those of us who own homeschool back in those days are still thinking that oh there's this requirement and this requirement but it's really not true mm-hmm. um and and the more i study the law and read it the more i'm like wow like this is so general and and basic and we've just added so many things whether it's out of our ignorance or our fear or you know trepidation of hurting our children with gaps or whatever um yeah and we put so much pressure on ourselves when really the law doesn't require that much pressure and I just think evaluators and evaluatees alike have some misunderstandings about things right Right. Yeah, definitely. I know when I do evaluations, I often have um, people ask me questions after the evaluation is done. My evaluations aren't very long, Um, but, you know, there are a lot of a lot of people that um, are new to homeschooling, especially now. And 
they're just not sure what they're supposed to do in certain situations or they're concerned about what's going to happen, you know, when their child is in middle school or high school or things like that. So um, so as an evaluator, it's really helpful to, first of all, have the experience of being a homeschooler and second mm. of all, to be familiar with what the law says and, you know, what people are going to need to anticipate in the future. Yeah, I think what you said there is so good. Um, just that thought of having been a homeschooler before you're an evaluator. And I know not everybody is that, but if you are an evaluator, but you haven't homeschooled, it's good to, at the very least, read, read the law. Like you should really read the law and maybe even connect with homeschoolers and talk to them or other homeschool evaluators who have homeschooled or whatever, just to be more knowledgeable about what is homeschooling. Because honestly, we're it's a different animal than, than government school, than, than, or even private school. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Right. And the law is different. Mm-hmm. So that's it's a, sometimes it's a lot to wrap our brains around because we've been so used to, you know, what the government setup has been for so many years mm-hmm. and we don't think that it could be different. Mm-hmm. And it is. So yeah, those are good things to be aware of on both sides of the coin as you going to an evaluation and being an evaluator. Very, very helpful things. So another thing that I want to include in this session um, is enough time for questions and answers at the end, because Mm -hmm. I want people to be able to um, get answers to the questions that they have, whether they're Mm -hmm. about, you know, what they need to expect in going to an evaluation or questions about how to do evaluations. So. Mm -hmm. I know I won't have time to answer everything, but HSLDA will be there. And um, mm-hmm. I'm glad for that because they'll mm-hmm. be able to answer um, maybe more specific questions that mm-hmm. people might have related to their own personal situation mm-hmm. or something like that. But I'll do my best to be able to, to get um, a lot of questions answered before people leave that session. Yeah, that's great because so many times we're in these great sessions and there's no time at the end for questions. Right. So that's really helpful. And it is really good for HSLDA to be there because sometimes there's just, there are great areas and you know, where we um, as CHAP and you and your session can offer ex- advice from our experience either as homeschoolers or as an evaluator, sometimes there's special situations where you can't say, well, I, mm, mm-hmm. I, you know, so, and I've learned that too, uh, with all of the crazy little law things that have been going on for the past two years, you know, and how, um, sometimes you just can't say that there's a black and white do this or don't do this situ- in your situation. Cause sometimes it just needs some, some legal aspect. Cause I don't know about you, but I'm not all that legal in my knowledge. (laughs) So I read the law and I make sure I'm aware of what it says, but um, I'm not a lawyer. No. Yeah, me neither. But uh, but I I do feel like I've been blessed to have lots of experience and get to know lots and lots of different homeschoolers through doing evaluations. And um, I was saying I I do probably around 600 evaluations a year, which... I know people that do more than that for sure. Um, But 
it's a great opportunity, I feel like, to to serve um, homeschoolers. And yeah. that's the way I look at it. So that's kind of another perspective that I'll be coming from um, that, you know, that's what an evaluation should be. It should be a service to homeschoolers. Yes, service. Absolutely. And that's so good. And you know what, Barb, um, with the rise in homeschoolers, uh, like we're looking for more evaluators, right? I mean, there's a need. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I don't need to do 600. I'd be happy to do less. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. I'd be very yeah. happy to have more evaluators out there. And and you don't have to be in person, right? You can do them online. So it really, right. if, if you're out, you know, there in, in the sticks somewhere and you're really not close to too many people, you can still be an evaluator, right? Because you can right. do Zoom or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I, I did lots of Zoom evaluations last year. I'm cutting back this year. Um, but, but last year I did probably half my evaluations were zoom evaluations. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. Don't discount it just because you might be out there where there's not a lot of people. Cause that's not, that doesn't hold you back anymore. You know? And I know how about Barb didn't like use to like meet people at convention and you would sit in the lobby or whatever and do <laughs> Great. Well, I have friends that lived on the other side of the state. And so they asked if I would do their evaluation at the convention and that's fine. I'm actually going to a co-op next week and doing evaluations there. So um, yeah, yeah. There's lots of different venues. So yeah, that's a really neat idea. So if you're like a co-op leader out there, maybe that's a service you could organize for your co-op is connect with a local evaluator who'd be willing to come in for a day and and evaluate the family. That's a great idea. I like that. I like that a lot. That's good. So um, who do you think would benefit from coming to your session? Is there, you know, is there anyone in particular that you're looking to reach out to or what do you think? Well, so anyone who has questions, I'd be happy to have them. <laughs> um, but I know when, uh, so we've been involved in CHAP for a long time. And um, years and years ago, there was a woman named Lee who's passed away that Mm -hmm. did um, a session on homeschool evaluations, becoming an evaluator. And I went to that session, even though I've been doing evaluations for years, it's just really helpful sometimes to be able to connect with somebody else and get their perspective Mm -hmm. and find out about what they do. And, you know, I know some other evaluators in my area here, but, you know, she was from the middle of the state. And so Mm -hmm. it's it's good to hear um, what other people are doing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it might give you some ideas as well. So I think other evaluators, whether you're getting started evaluating, if you're, mm-hmm. you're thinking about getting started, oh, definitely. That's, you know, mm-hmm. this would be a great thing to come to. Um, not that I'm great, but <laughs> it's a good idea <laughs> to, to do that because I would love to see more evaluators. And yeah. And then, you know, like I said, if you've been doing evaluations for a while and you just want to hear another perspective or maybe some different mm-hmm. ideas or something like mm-hmm. that. And if you're somebody who is going to your very first evaluation this year. Um, hopefully it would be very helpful to you to maybe, um, again, answer any questions, maybe calm your nerves a little bit. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it's really encouraging. Um, and, you know, if you've been having your evaluations for a while and maybe you're thinking about like switching evaluators or you're moving to a different part of the state or something like that, it could be useful, I think, that way too. Um, like I said, just to get a, a general idea of what an evaluation should be, because I know sometimes people are like, yeah, I, 
I don't know if I want to stay with the particular evaluator that I'm with. And, you know, I'm just not sure about things. So, like I said, if you have questions, you just want to, you know, hear um, my perspective on evaluations. And like I said, mine is pretty much going to be more minimalist and just doing what's required by the law. So if you're Mm -hmm. interested in what that Mm -hmm. looks like, come. So, yeah, Yeah, I think that's great. And obviously we're always all learning. Right. And I've been homeschooling now for 15 years and I have a seven year old Barb. So I'm going to be going for a while. But but I yeah, I just realized that obviously you don't know at all. And there's always different perspectives are really helpful. And I know when we did our evaluator session, interview session with you last year, whenever that was, that one Uh, It was watched a lot. And that was so informative just to me, like my eyes in in studying the law more here with COVID eating, I've learned a lot. And I've really, it's really changed my perspective on what I'm doing with kids and how I handle different things. So uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just really useful to hear new things, even if you've been doing it for like, say, 15 years. Uh, and, and you're like, wow, well, that's been unnecessary. Let's take that load off the back or, or, you know, whatever, or, or if you network with a lot of people and you want to encourage them on, um, becoming an evaluator and, and like you said, the, what, what an evaluator's job truly is, or point them to these resources, point them to, you know, your session later, cause we'll be recording it or whatever. I love pointing people to that video that we did before and just being like, listen to this just it's so eye-opening so yeah it is helpful it is helpful so everybody can come on out we'll pack the room well, and that's <laughs> a great thing that we actually get to be in person so yes. I'm looking forward to that too I mean yes. I'm excited about doing it too because I, I just like to meet people and talk with them mm-hmm. about homeschooling and like I said I, I feel like I'm done homeschooling but I really don't feel like I'm done homeschooling I love encouraging people. And, you know, if I can say this, I taught kindergarten last year. That was my COVID job. And boy, did that make me appreciate homeschooling. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yes. it was, you know, I felt like I was doing what I could for these kids. But boy, I just wanted to tell all the parents, please homeschool your kids. Yeah, yes, please take <laughs> your children home. <laughs> yeah. So I think like, you know, I don't know. I said to my husband, I think being a homeschooler may have ruined me for like teaching school. I'm not mm. sure. It just makes it really hard to go back yeah. to being in the class again well I think a lot of people are realizing that too and I really I truly hope more and more that people do keep pulling their kids out because even you know even if there's no vaccine mandates or no mask mandates there's a lot of stuff in the school that we're just the way the teachers are trained to teach things now it's I don't know I just can't well, for me, it felt like yeah. it was just a lot of a lot of time, especially for kindergartners. Yeah. Wasted I, time. Yeah. The time yeah. that I spent homeschooling my kids in kindergarten was so much less. And you spend a lot mm-hmm. of time talking about like classroom procedures and school procedures and oh. stuff like that that you don't have to do when you're homeschooling. Your yeah. They know where the bathroom is. They can go by themselves and <laughs> well, hopefully they come back. But then they don't learn the skills of how to line up. <laughs> It's true. And wait, and wait, and, and wait, and wait. We'll make a circle. That's our joke at co-op. It's hard for, for everybody to make a circle. Like at my drama practices, I'm like, okay, everybody make a circle. And it's like this blob. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. a gap. It's our gap in our education. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, oh, well, this is great. And you know what? Just, I love your, um, your kind of little testimony there about you're an alum, an alum at this point, you're an alumna, but you're still connected with the homeschool community and serving. And that's one of the things we want to reach out to people too, with our mentoring is, you know, you have so much to give, you know, you've been around, even if you're not done homeschooling, there's, there's something you can share with someone else to encourage them along the way. So I love that you're doing that. And we're really looking to encourage more people to do that, to be involved either through evaluating or being a mentor or doing both. So those two sessions will be at convention. So we definitely encourage you guys out there to check them out because the homeschool community needs you and it is growing. It is growing. And, and yes, the evaluator part is needed because of the law, but so is the mentoring part because people are just getting into it and being like, ah, I don't know what to do. And it's always nice to have the personal touch of someone to talk to. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of people feel lonely because yeah. they started homeschooling because of COVID and they haven't been able to connect with other homeschoolers. So I'm hoping yeah. that we'll see a lot of those people at the convention this yeah. year and they'll get yeah. that opportunity. I know yeah. in our area, at least I'm in Allegheny County, a lot of homeschool stuff went quiet last year. It wasn't that it wasn't going on. It just <laughs> went quiet because it was just hard <laughs> to deal with, um, you know, everything that was happening and all. Yes, absolutely. Just, yeah, it yeah. felt, it felt like you just didn't want to be out there the same way that maybe you were in the past. And yeah. So, so I felt bad for the new homeschoolers. I did evaluations for so many new homeschoolers last year that just didn't even realize other homeschoolers existed. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm hoping that all of that is, is changing now. And I'm so glad yes. invention is coming back and it will give people that opportunity to connect. Cause I feel like that's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So keep on keeping on. Cause we're still not, it's not normal. <laughs> you know, we're not functioning at total normal here yet. Um, maybe here it's in Lancaster County, it's a little bit different than out where you are, Barb, but you know, it's coming, it's coming. So yeah, come together, come to these sessions, you know, like, like Barb was saying, it, it is different from different areas of the state. So just meeting people and talking with them with their experiences, um, what homeschool looks like here is, it's, it's different than what it looks like out there. It was fascinating to me to learn that and to, you know, learn, learn from other people and their experiences and how they handle stuff. So it's really cool. It's really cool. Okay. Well, thanks for meeting with me today, Barb, and sharing what your session is going to look like. And uh, I'm excited. I think it'll be great. Unfortunately, I'm going to be in a session at the same time, so I can't come. (laughs) I know, and I would have liked to have come to yours. (laughs) So you can come to my panel and ask lots of really hard questions. (laughs) No, I won't do that. So we I'll all come to your panel, but I won't ask hard. Questions. Oh, great. Well, you can come <laughs> up to the panel if you like. Um, so everybody come on out to convention. We would love to see you there again. It's June 10 and 11, 2022 at the York Expo Center. And in the notes today, I will post on there um, our website. So you can click on there and get to register. And we would love to see you there. Come, come, come meet up with people. Tell people about it. If you know about convention, you're coming, please tell people. We do have a team track this year. Generation Joshua, who is amazing, is doing one about um, Congress. Uh, So you can learn all about how Congress functions. So that's really good uh, for the teams. So, um, yeah, we can't wait to see you. You'll get to see Barb and you'll get to see me. So it'll be great. 
So stop by and say hi at the chat booth, come in the Barb sessions and say hi, and um, we'd love to hear from you. So thanks for coming out. And I will be on, if you were listening to my last video, I said I should have been on last Monday with uh, Denise Ebersole, who's going to be helping me with mentors, but I forgot <laughs> because my session's a little crazy. My schedule's a little crazy, but she'll be on with me on Monday. So this coming Monday, we'll be on again at 11 in the morning. So you can come back on on 11 and learn about the mentoring that we're mentoring network that we're setting up. So until then, stay warm because it's not warm out there. We have softball games tonight and it's going to be cold. <laughs> Uh, but stay warm and continue on. The year's almost out. You can do it. And we look forward to seeing you at convention in June. All right. So we'll see y'all. Thanks, Barb. All right. Thank you. All right. Okay.